Hello everyone, welcome to the Assurance in Action podcast. Today's podcast is dedicated to in-silico method, including read-across and QSAR approaches. The adoption of the European Cosmetic Regulation 1223-2009 has contributed to the development of alternative methods and tests to assess the hazard of new substances without animal testing. In silico model, in particular quantitative structure activity relationship or QSAR, and ridiculous model are a rapid and reliable alternative approaches to in vivo and in vitro testing, and they play a key role in the development of toxicological profiles of new ingredients. My name is Marie, and I'm accompanied today by Deborah. Hi everyone, and thanks Marie for the introduction. Maria and I are toxicologists within the Intertech Assurance team. As mentioned, the main topic of this podcast is in silico methods, and more precisely, we will focus on QSAR and Red Across approaches. First of all, Marie, can you tell us what are in silico methods? Sure. In silico toxicology includes a wide variety of computational tools, including database, software, simulation tools and modeling method. In silico models and tools can predict the efficacy and toxicity of a substances based on the principle that the characteristics of a substance molecular structure can be correlated with its physical and biological properties. The different in silico methods can be used in combination using a weight of evidence approach. I see, thank you. This is a broad definition. What are the main methods used to characterize the hazards of a substance? The three main methods are QSAR, expert knowledge models, and read-across. Read-across is a technique used to predict a specific endpoint of a substance by using experimental data from the same specific endpoint of one of several analog substances. Read-across studies are performed following the current guidelines set by the European Chemical Agency and the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, the OECD, to meet the requirement for the read-across assessment framework. QSAR are mathematical models that can be used in combination with an algorithm to predict different endpoints based on the physical and structural characteristics of the molecule being tested. For example, molecular weight, number of rings, octanal water partition coefficient, and etc. Also known as molecular descriptors. Expert knowledge model use rules and data complied by experts in models. The models allow us to group new substances by toxicity based on their known structures and the knowledge of the mode of action of certain chemical groups. Rules and decision tree can be established for these data to classify the new substances in an existing group based on structural alerts associated with toxic activity. I see. What's interesting about in silico methods is that the tools concentrate so much data on the chemical substances that it is possible to obtain more or less precise information on any field. Do you agree with that, Marie? Yes, I totally agree. In practice, this method can predict physical chemical properties, biological properties, and environmental faith. 
They can also predict toxic endpoints such as skin sensitization, genotoxicity, and systemic toxicity. In silico models are in constant development and improvements are regularly made to increase their reliability thanks to the availability of large databases describing the properties and effects of chemicals, as well as powerful data mining tools and various statistical algorithms. A number of in silico models and tools, such as the OECD toolbox and VIGA, are currently available and they cover a wide variety of chemical types and many key toxicological endpoints required for risk assessment. So what makes a model reliable? To be reliable, a model must meet several criteria as defined by the OECD. The model must include a defined endpoint, an unambiguous algorithm, a defined domain of applicability, appropriate measures of goodness of fit, robustness, and predictivity, and, if possible, a mechanistic interpretation. I see, but once we know that our model is reliable, how do we check the robustness of a prediction? The OECD toolbox and VEGA provide an applicability domain index to judge the accuracy of the prediction. In all cases, it is possible to strengthen a prediction by combining it with prediction from other models, such as from ridiculous or from in vitro testing in a weight of evidence approach. So we can see that the robustness of a prediction depends a lot on the model, but is it possible to obtain a prediction on any substance? In silico, QSAR tools work on the basis of the structure of the target substance. It is therefore not possible to use this method to evaluate a substance whose composition is unknown or variable due to a complex reaction or maybe biological materials. For example, ingredients of plants origin, such as botanical extracts, which are increasingly used in cosmetics, fall into this category. To evaluate their toxicity, it will be necessary to use in vitro methods or take into account their main phytochemical constituents one by one. Thank you for your clarification. This is very helpful. We understand that many tools are put in place to validate these innovative methods, but what about the European regulations? At what level are these methods recognized by the agencies? The use of in silico model is increasingly favored in several regulation framework according to various fields of application. Ridocross and in silico is encouraged by the ECA rich regulation to gain efficacy in the development and evaluation of new chemical substances. And this approach are now widely proposed by registrants in a weight of evidence approach. According to the European Food Safety Authority guidance, a robust prediction using in silico method with complete justification can be used to assess substance intended to be used in food contact material. The Scientific Committee on Consumer Safety, or SCCS, indicates in their 11th revision of the note of guidance for the testing of cosmetic ingredients and their safety evaluation that QSAR method should be applied when possible 
to obtain a prediction of toxicity, like genotoxicity, skin sensitization, etc. Before considering any experimental test as part of the new method, NAM, New Approach Methodology, and NGRA, Next Generation Risk Assessment. If I understand correctly, in silico methods are thus used in many fields, such as cosmetic, packaging, and also food contact materials? Indeed, the field of use of in silico methods are very broad. They range from defining the genotoxicity of a cosmetic substance to defining the metabolism of a pharmaceutical substances and checking the mode of action of packaging impurities. Many solutions exist to help you to characterize the hazard of your substances. I invite you to contact us if you need some support. Thank you, Marie, for this great conversation about in silico methods, and thanks to our listeners for joining us today. Thanks, Zebra, and thanks for listening. Goodbye.